All right, glad you're with us. Buckle up. Write down our toll-free telephone number. You're not going to believe what the, you know, what's next, the next level of this secret Soviet-style impeachment coup attempt. This is, the whole process is corrupt. All of it is based on nonsense. All of it is based on a detachment from any objective truth, any not even a, a, an inkling of clinging to reason and reality and common sense. And it is a level of madness that we better stop as a country, because if we don't, you're not going to have a country. And before we even get started on what the, the latest bit of insanity, the secret, you know, Schiff, by the way, Schiff is compromised. Does everyone understand this? Schiff is a witness in this case. Schiff lied again after two and a half years, nonstop lying about Russia. We have the evidence, Russia. We have the evidence, Russia. We have the evidence, Russia. We got it all. Yeah, it's out there. We have it. We got it all. Nothing. More investigations. Nothing. We're dealing with people that are motivated by rage and a psychotic hatred for all things Trump. The very sound of his voice sets them off. The very sight of a MAGA hat triggers them. This is the madness that we're now living under. And they couldn't get, they couldn't beat him on Election Day. Oh, they haven't recovered from that yet. They couldn't they couldn't get the evidence in four separate investigations about Trump-Russia collusion. No, they couldn't get that either. They can't stop him. He's like a wrecking ball to the liberal socialist establishment state. And by the way, it's only working for the American people with record low unemployment. Every other statistic we tell you about all the time. And and it just is they can't stop them. They won't stop them. So they can. They won't because that would actually take some honest self-reflection and introspection, which they seem incapable of. And I'm sure when they read the Zogby poll today, they're not going to be happy. Because this latest poll in head-to-head matchups, President Trump and against all the Democratic presidential candidates is defeating every single one of them. And, well, he's tied with Elizabeth Warren. And I would argue to you, remember Moody's analytics, you know, since 1980, they've always been right based on measurements on the economy and a bunch of other real factors. The only year they got it wrong was 2016. And they said it was going to be really tight. Well, it wasn't. Trump blew it out of the water. Uh, but they're saying they, right now they have it a forecast at 351 electoral votes. Now, I don't want anyone taking any of this lightly. Act, play like you're a touchdown to go. No timeouts and 60 seconds on the clock and you can win it. You're at the your own 40 yard line. That's how you have to play this next well, a little over a year now, because we're almost about a year away from starting our countdown. Anyway, Zogby analytics. Well, let's see. Oh, Trump beats Biden. Forty seven, forty five. He beats the uh, angry communist Sanders. Forty six, forty four. He beats Kamala Harris. Forty seven, forty one. Up oh, poor Mayor Pete Buttigieg beats him. Forty nine, thirty eight. And is tied with Warren, 45-45. I, when America, look, when the president gets done defining Pocahontas, I doubt she's going to be at 45% of anything. I don't think that's going to happen. Now, I keep calling this 
the secret Soviet Union style impeachment coup attempt. And if you think it's been bad up to now, as they do everything in secret. Now, it's being run by a guy that's compromised and is a part of the case. That would be the cowardly shifty shift himself, who we now know lied when he said, oh, we don't know who the whistleblower is. Uh, Yeah, you're lying. And then he lied just like he lied for the last two and a half years. And then we find out, well, I don't want to call the whistleblower in now because the whistleblower wasn't even really a whistleblower, was it? It was a non-whistleblower whistleblower. It was a hearsay whistleblower. No firsthand information at all. And all the, oh, there's so many quid pro quos. There was none. Zero quid pro quo. No discerning objective American could ever conclude that there was any quid pro quo because the president released the transcript. I don't think they expect that he was going to release the transcript. It's bad enough that this has never happened before where a president of the United States and the president said it in the interview with me last night. He knows that there's 50 people on the line that are transcribing it. But no other president has had, oh, let's see, conversations with world leaders like the prime minister of Australia or the president of Mexico, now the president of Ukraine, now being leaked. And then, of course, they thought the whistleblower who apparently had contact with now the guy that's leading the investigation's office, that would be the cowardly shift's office, uh, it was hearsay. Yeah, no, it didn't have the quid pro quo in it like they promised it would be in there. Now, they're doing all of this in secret. All of my sources are saying the same thing, that one person after another that goes in there to be interviewed or grilled literally debunks every single lie the Democrats are telling. Now, we don't even need it because we have the transcript that put all of that aside. But it's yet another investigation, another witch hunt, another attempt at taking out Donald Trump. Well, I guess Congressman, what's his name? Al Green got it right. We, we're not going to be able to beat him at the ballot box. We better impeach the guy. And that's that is their strategy. And when you thought the process couldn't get any more unfair, because remember, this never happened before where we didn't allow simple, basic, fundamental due process. They've they've taken all of that out of this. You know, it is as as Pat Cipollone said, it is this inquiry is constitutionally invalid, violating due Process, rights, separation of powers and this invalid impeachment inquiry because they won't vote on it, you know, is clearly they they still want to reverse the results of the 2016 election. And worst case scenario, they want to influence the 2020 election. And that's the whole hope of this. Let's muddy the waters. Let's damage Trump. Let's, Let's accuse him of everything. And, you know, we actually have a model that we could follow. And that would be the ones, the rights that were provided. Oh, let's see. By then, Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, as it related to the Clinton impeachment and the way he got the way to the roadmap to doing this. Well, he actually went to the Democrats that were in charge of the Nixon impeachment inquiry. And he said, you know what? We'll do it that way because he wanted to do it the right way. Now, if you want a valid impeachment inquiry, you can do what Newt did. You can do what the Democrats did with Nixon and you can authorize the full House uh, to vote on an impeachment inquiry. They, you know, they could allow the full House to be involved in every critical step of the inquiry. 
They can define what the scope of the inquiry is. In other words, it doesn't become one massive, huge, wide net fishing expedition on anything and everything. They could establish real rules and procedures. If there was any justice, due process or any fairness to this, they could grant co-equal subpoena power to the chair and the ranking members at the committee level. They could just like Newt did. They can require all subpoenas be subject to a vote of the full committee at the request of either the chairman of the committee or the ranking member. By the way, uh, every Republican that voted yesterday finally did vote on censure for the cowardly shifty Schiff. Democrats don't care about his unethical connection in this case. One bit. They have no problem with it. And they would require, by the way, every subpoena be the subject of a vote of the full committee at the request of the chair or the ranking member. And if they really cared about due process, fundamental basic fairness, uh, they would allow the president's counsel the right to attend all hearings and depositions like Clinton's did in 1998. They would provide the president's counsels the right to present evidence. All of this was laid out in 1998 by Republicans. They offered a fair, open process for Bill Clinton. Not in this particular case. They would allow the president's counsel the right to attend all hearings, all depositions, present evidence. Uh, The president's counsel would have the right to object to certain evidence if it's uh, admitted. They'd have the right to cross-examine witnesses. They'd have the right to recommend a witness list. All of that happened when Republicans were in charge of the impeachment under the independent counsel statute. That would all happen. Now, it's funny because now because he's compromised, if they bring in, if they bring in in any way, this non-whistleblower whistleblower, the hearsay whistleblower, they're now desperately trying not to make that happen. Because then Republicans get to ask questions about what was your contact with Schiff's office? Did Adam Schiff or anybody in his office tell you what to do to get in touch with an attorney? Um... Now, why did people, apparently, according to Kevin McCarthy and others, shift sending his staff to Ukraine? Oh, that means he knew all about it ahead of time. He's a fact witness in this case. He can't be running this case. And it looks like now the shifty shift doesn't want to be exposed. And apparently Democrats, you know, their only respect for whistleblowers or when they're blowing the whistle on Republicans, they don't want these questions about the cowardly shift to be asked. Now, do they did the did the staff or did the congressman congressman shifty shift? Uh, did he, in fact, recommend you take it to the inspector general? Did he recommend you get an attorney? Did the attorney write this out for you? Is it really all hearsay? Where did you get the hearsay from? Because now they just moved shifted to block any potential Republican whistleblowers on his rogue impeachment committee from leaking his secret transcripts. This is the, the, the this is where we now are with these insane Democrats. Jim Jordan pointing it out. They found out late last night. Democrats won't even allow Republicans to have a copy of the respective transcripts from each of the witnesses that have been interviewed so far. Again, my sources say it's devastating to the Democrats. They don't want this in public. And they know it. And the only thing being leaked is selective. And after, like, they find out in 30 minutes that these guys aren't helping them, they try to put words in their mouth. That's what the transcripts will show. 
No copies. They can't make any copies of any of the transcripts. That's not allowed. What is this? A kangaroo court? What is this? This is the United States of America. And they're, this is how they treat a president because they couldn't impeach him on day two after election, which is when they began calling for it. And all through 2017, all through 2018, all through this year. So now they're, they're doing it in secret behind closed doors because the FBI investigation, nine month investigation on Russia collusion failed. House Intel investigation failed. Bipartisan Senate committee investigation failed. And Mueller failed because it didn't happen. Now they have their secret Soviet Union style impeachment coup and they won't even give these guys a transcript. It's never happened before. Ladies and gentlemen, you understand here. They want to impeach your president, undo an election of the American people on a transcript, which I will read this hour, that had nothing except a president faithfully executing the laws of this country. That's what they want to impeach him over. And what they promised, they didn't deliver. Now, Republicans in the Senate, if they care about the rule of law, they need to get off their asses and they need to say, This is a corrupt process being run by a corrupt chairman who himself is compromised in the case. That's what needs to happen. And by the way, if they want to look at a transcript, Jim Jordan said, we we actually have to go get a Democratic staffer to babysit them to read the actual transcript. So while they're just leaking selective information, you can't make this corruption up this is how bad it is just like everything else i've been telling you about has happened this is happening before our very eyes in the country that we love i remember the uh, anonymous new york times op-ed that came out media goes nuts now apparently in all transparency and bravery the anonymous trump official who wrote the new york times op-ed has a book coming out wow wonder what it's called. Oh, it's called <laughs> Warning Anonymous. I, you, you can't even make that up. A Warning Anonymous. Oh, can't even come out so bad you don't even want to tell anybody. Just like now we have a process. You know, so now these corrupt Democrats with their Soviet Union style impeachment coup attempt run by a a, a literally somebody that is involved in the case and they won't give any due process. Now they won't even let Republicans see the transcripts without being babysat by some democratic staffer. Lee Zeldin said, well, they want to be able to prepare their report and they don't want to let us get the rest of the information. They don't even, now they want to do it behind closed doors, cherry pick the information, not let the Republicans have an equal opportunity to make their case by having the transcripts because they won't do it transparency uh, transparently in any way, shape, matter, or form so they can destroy the president any which way they can. Wow. And what did the president, what, what did he do? What did he say? What did he offer Ukraine? Nothing. I'm going to break down just how corrupt this whole thing is next. And I mean, it is that bad. And Sidney Powell, she knows a lot about corruption. She wrote License to Lie about prosecutorial misconduct. Now we have congressional uh, prosecutorial misconduct. 
right, 25 to the top of the hour. Now the secret Soviet-style impeachment coup attempt, all in secret. This is run by a principal fact witness in the entire case. That's a liar. They won't let now. No, we don't want the whistleblower to testify. Minute the non-whistleblower, whistleblower, whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower testifies. Guess what happens? Well, the cowardly shift and questions will be asked about the contact with him in his office. Of course, we're not going to let that happen. We can't let that happen. But you, you need to understand what's going on here. And you need to understand this has never happened before. And you need to understand that all due process, reasonable due process that has been afforded. Oh, let's see. Clinton and Nixon is not being afforded Donald Trump. And the heart of this, now I keep, I know they keep moving the goalposts, which I'll get to here in a second, but they want you to believe that the president, remember, they said there's a quid pro quo, but even if there's not a quid pro quo, we'll just impeach him for some other reason. That was the day before we got the transcript, which they didn't know that they were getting because the president did something that no other president was forced to do because the president knows about a hundred people listening to every conversation. He's not stupid. Mueller was just finished. And he knew people, he knows it's being transcribed or recorded, said that to me last night. The other thing is, when I'm talking to someone... They want you to believe that the president was coercing the country of Ukraine, you know, withholding money. No, that would be what the Democratic corrupt senators did with their, their letter to the Ukrainian president. Let's go back to the moment. Now, the president, in this transcript... Spoke. Congratulations. Wow, that's awesome. Yes, sir. Thank you. Then they start talking about uh, the people, uh, European Union partners are not helping. The United States gives all the help and they want to continue help. And, you know, we need a defense and we're hoping to move forward with defense stuff. And the president says the following. You tell me what's impeachable about this. I would like you to do us a favor. Uh Uh-oh. I pointed out yesterday, the president, that's one of his go-to lines. We played the montage yesterday. Do us a favor. Though, because our country's been through a lot. Hmm, what's the president talking about? And Ukraine knows a lot about it. Ask yourself, what's the president talking about? I would like you to find out what happened with the whole situation with Ukraine. They say crowd strike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, the server. They say Ukraine has it. Okay, there are a lot of things that went on. Well, if you're talking about CrowdStrike and the server, now we're talking about the 2016 election, aren't we? Not the coming election, the 2016 election. A lot of things went on, the president said, the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the attorney general call you or your people, and I would like to get to the bottom of it. Okay, bottom of what? As you saw yesterday. The whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller, an incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if it's possible. What is wrong with that? I I thought everybody in this country had spent now two and a half years telling us that Russian interference in our election is a bad thing. Now, we know they didn't really mean it because we did have Russian interference 
We had a dirty, bought and paid for, Hillary Clinton bought and paid for dossier. We know that the lies in that dossier was spread to the likes of propagandists and conspiracy theorists like Michael Lizikoff and David Korn. Big Democrats. And we know, you know, the, the story everyone had heard about, you know, the Ritz Carlton in Moscow and hookers and urinating on Donald Trump's bed. That wasn't true. And then we know what the dossier was used as the bulk of information. We'll get to that in a second. All right. So that that's it. Well, OK, now the president talks more about it. OK, good. You're going to get to the bottom of it. I heard you had a prosecutor. Now, remember, Biden's on tape. This is in the news. Everybody know. Heard you had a good prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down. And that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that, the way they shut your very good prosecutor down and had some very bad people involved. And he says, Mr. Giuliani's a highly respected man. He was the mayor of New York City. Great mayor. I would like him to call you. Now, I'm going to get to what this means in a minute. I will ask him uh, to call you along with the attorney general. And Rudy very much knows what's happening. He's a very capable guy. If you'd speak to him, that would be great. Not make you speak. That would be great if you could. Former ambassador from the United States. The woman was bad news and the people she was dealing with in Ukraine were bad news. So I just wanted to let you know that. The other thing is a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped uh, the prosecution. And a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging. He stopped the prosecution. If you can look into that, sounds horrible to me. Now, what is the role of a president of the United States of America? He's the commander in chief. Article, you know, the section two uh, powers of the of, of the president. What are the powers of the presidency constitutionally? Commander in chief. He swears to faithfully execute the laws of the land. We had been told that election interference by foreign countries is bad, really bad. Oh, and that if foreign countries are interfering in our elections, wasn't that the whole point of the Mueller witch hunt to get to Trump, Russia collusion because the Russians might have influenced our election. But we're going to ignore the dossier. I'll get to that in a second. And if we have a sitting vice president of the United States on tape, who was the vice president at the time put in charge of Ukraine and he leverages a billion taxpayer dollars and demands, why would a vice president ever do this? Demands a Ukrainian prosecutor be fired. Well, that would be an abuse of power. That would be corruption. That would be unauthorized use of taxpayer money. And Joe Biden says, and, you know, son of a bee, they fired him. You got six. You got six hours. Six hours. I told him six hours. I'm getting on. I mean, I'm leaving in six hours. And you're not getting the billion unless you fire that prosecutor. Son of a bee. They fired him. Now we also have the added benefit of the interview with Hunter Biden. Why would you crane? Because he admitted in the interview. We'll play it later. That he had no experience with Ukraine, no experience in energy, oil, or gas. By the way, he's not a kid. He's 49 years old. He's an adult. No experience whatsoever. And Ukraine pays this kid millions of dollars. Takes a trip to China on Air Force Two. Air Force Two to China. Comes back 10 days later. He's got a billion-dollar private equity deal. 
No experience with China. No experience that we can find in private equity. That deal became a billion five. Bank of China. Now, he says he never got a penny from China. No, that was word parsing. Even his own lawyer said, no, they just haven't cashed in the equity that he has, the equity partner. And Daily Caller added at what, 20 million? Seriously, he's getting paid millions. Ukraine, no experience whatsoever. I wouldn't one sat on a board of Amtrak. Oh, okay. Why would they pay somebody with no experience, Ukraine, China, any money, never mind millions, many millions of dollars, except that their father is the second most powerful guy in the country. Now, Democrats ignore all of this. Now, the president, you know, let's let's go back and let's take this just one more little itsy bits, you know, a little further. The headline in Politico on January 11, 2016, Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Wait a minute. Ukraine interfered in our election? Oh, let's listen closely. Kiev officials scrambling to make amends with President-elect Donald Trump after quietly working to boost Clinton. Quote, Donald Trump wasn't the only presidential candidate whose campaign was boosted by officials from a Soviet, former Soviet bloc country. Quote, Ukrainian government officials tried to help Hillary Clinton undermine Donald Trump. This would be the 2016 election. That's why the president saying get to the bottom of this would be pretty important because his job is to faithfully execute the laws of the land. Right. Anyway, publicly questioning his fitness for office. They, Ukrainians, also disseminated documents implicating a top Trump aide in corruption. And they suggested that they, they were investigating the matter only to back away after they picked the wrong horse after the election. And they helped Clinton's allies research damaging information on Trump and his advisors, according to a Politico investigation. Remember, Trump's not even president yet. This is 10 days before he's inaugurated, whenever it is, nine days. And then it goes and says, here's the magic paragraph. Ukrainian-American operative was consulting for the DNC. Ukrainian-American consulting, working for the DNC. Huh. Met with top officials in the Ukrainian embassy in Washington in an effort to expose ties between Trump, top campaign aide Manafort, and Russia. According to people with direct knowledge of the situation. Oh, we're getting to the bottom of real foreign election interference. Now, what is the role of a president? Commander in chief, he has a constitutional duty, sworn duty to faithfully execute the laws. He was doing his job. He wasn't withholding money. He wasn't threatening to withhold money. He was asking, by the way, not only constitutionally, we have a relationship, a signed relationship of cooperation with Ukraine to help in criminal matters. This sounds to me like it would be a criminal matter. Never mind that you have Congressman Chris Murphy, John Solomon reported that, that he delivered a message to the President, President Zelensky that Ukraine currently enjoyed bipartisan support for its U.S. aid, but that could be jeopardized if the new President Zelensky acquiesced to requests by Trump's lawyer, Giuliani, to investigate past corruption allegations involving Americans, including, oh, former Vice President Biden and his family. They got millions with no experience. Even Hunter Biden says, you have any experience? None. You think maybe your father's last name? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. And so 
you know, this is where we are. Now we've got a top secret Soviet-style coup, uh, attempted coup. We're not going to do any of it in public. It's illegitimate because we're not going to inform the American people of anything that's going on. We're not going to vote on it. And we get in trouble and we'd be held accountable for it. And I am telling you, this is corruption. Now, if you want to be a Democrat today, what you're going to take that conversation with the president doing the right thing, especially in light of the last three years about foreign election interference and saying, you know, you know, what they all said is this can't happen with Russia. But by the way, to be that Democrat, you have to literally suspend any adherence to what is objective truth or objective reality or reason or common sense. You have to disconnect all of that and you have to live a life that is a lie filled with double standards and hypocrisy. Because, for example, you don't make a big deal that Hillary cheated Bernie in a primary. You don't even care that the FBI director, you know, they interviewed her with other people on Jan- on July 2nd, 2016, July 5th. Call me. Yeah, she had top secret classified information, but no prosecutor would ever do this. A rigged investigation. Then you have to have. Uh, OK, well, if any other American, if they ever had classified information, top secret information on a server. That'd be a violation of the Espionage Act in every subsection. And if they had subpoenaed emails that were deleted and acid washed the hard drive and and hammers and no SIM cards, yeah, you'd be arrested for obstruction. That's a slam dunk case. You know, then real election interference, because we did have Russian interference with a dirty dossier released to the American people, parts of it by the corrupt media. And then it got even worse because they used the unverified dossier uh, to commit a premeditated fraud on the FISA court to spy on a guy by the name of Carter Page, who was an American asset who cooperated with our intelligence services for years. So they knew he wasn't a problem. And to get a backdoor to spy on the Trump campaign, the Trump transition, and then the Trump presidency. And of course, we had the other spying that was going on with Joseph Misfit. Well, Check in with Sidney Powell at the top of the hour. And we have all this, you know, we now have expanding the Durham probe. Yeah, they're going into the outsourcing possibility of spying to circumvent laws. Then if it was Hunter Biden that had the name Don Jr. And if it was Vice President Trump and Joe Biden, vice president in charge of Ukraine, who demanded the firing of a prosecutor leveraging a billion taxpayer dollars, it would be a whole different scenario. But again, Democrats have to disconnect from truth, reality, all objective truth, facts and reality, and live in their fantasy world where we only apply these standards to anything Trump. And we're going to do everything in secret. And we're not even going to let Republicans read transcripts. And we're not certainly not going to tell the American people. Now we'll just impeach him for anything. We'll just say abuse of power of everything. That's what we'll do. You know, just like the I believers, if you can bludgeon a, a Trump ally or court appointee by the name of Kavanaugh, then it matters. I believe. But you don't believe the allegations in the case of a Democrat lieutenant governor. You know, Russian interference only if it's Trump, not the dirty dossier. Illegal spying's okay, but only if it's Trump. It's okay to destroy evidence if you're Hillary, but not Trump. You can rig a primary if you're Hillary, but not Trump. They could start impeachment talk day two. And that's all we've heard from 2017 all throughout 2018, 2019. And now that the Mueller thing failed, let's do it about Ukraine. She was a fake, phony 
non-whistleblower, whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower, and we'll have a, a corrupt, compromised chairman to do the whole thing. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. Our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, you could just feel this this rising tension, and I, I, I will tell you, I know a lot of you have written me that you suspect a lot of the deep state hysteria, the leaking, et cetera, et cetera, is absolutely connected to the soon to be released Pfizer report. Uh, I was in Washington yesterday, talked to a lot of people there, and my sources are telling me that it's going to tell the story as we have unveiled all of this, both here and on Hannity, the TV show. And that is, yeah, massive, huge abuse of power, corruption, premeditated fraud on a FISA court. Yes. Outsourcing spying that would get into, you know, even a deeper realm that, too, is is coming uh, as well. Now, we have been filing the following the case of General Flynn in particular. If anyone was, uh, well, bludgeoned unfairly, look at the Flynn case. I mean, here's this is how we treat 33 year war heroes, people that fought fight in combat for this country. And General Flynn, okay, it's day four of the Trump administration. He's in his office and FBI guys are coming over to his house. And we didn't find out till later that Comey said, yeah, I'd never do that in the Bush administration. I'd never do that in the Obama administration. Sure, I took advantage of the chaos. Ha ha. Okay, ha ha. You're setting up a three star general for what? What did he do? And that was right after the assistant deputy uh, FBI director McCabe said to Flynn, no, you don't need a lawyer because Flynn said, well, I need, do I need a lawyer to meet with these guys? No. Well, that's a denial of his Miranda rights, his constitutional rights right there. And we already know that he was uh, surveilled, illegally unmasked. And we also know that the FBI agents walked into his office. They already had a rough transcript of everything they wanted with General Flynn. And then General Flynn, guess what? The FBI agents, including Strzok that interrogated him, they never thought he was lying. And we've been learning through the process now that Sidney Powell has taken over as General Flynn's attorney. Remember, she wrote the book License to Lie that exposed a lot of prosecutorial abuse in this country, even by, yes, the pit bull of Mueller, Andrew Weissman. I mean, just corruption at the highest level, abusing power at the highest level. Anyway, we have now also uncovered because all of this is coming and, you know, the deep state knows it. And Sidney Powell now uh, wants the prosecutors in this case, because remember, General Flynn admitted to lying. He was losing his house, had to sell his house because he couldn't afford the legal fees. And then they're like, well, you better take this plea deal and admit to lying to the FBI, even though our agents didn't think you were lying to them. Uh, otherwise, we're going to go after your son and your family who uh, your son was working with you in business. Anyway, so Sidney Powell and now demanding the federal prosecutors. We've been telling you about these two cell phones used by this Professor Misford, who we found out since was a Western intelligence asset ally, not as identified in the Mueller report as a Russian asset. Uh, they, they just got it wrong. But remember, Mueller didn't even know what Fusion GPS was. He had no idea that Hillary Clinton's attorney, Jeannie Ray, worked on the Clinton Foundation was even a part of his team. That's how out of the loop he was. Anyway, so Sidney uh, Powell filed a motion on Tuesday seeking the devices that belong to this mysterious Maltese professor, Misford. Uh, but let me play Devin Nunes talking about this. Then we'll get to Sidney Powell. 
Remember, we've talked about on your show many times about Joseph Mifsud. Okay, Joseph Mifsud is the Maltese professor, Maltese diplomat, who's kind of like this Forrest Gump figure. He just shows up everywhere. So if you remember, he was the one who originally supposedly talked to Papadopoulos. Yeah, he told Papadopoulos, Russia has Hillary Clinton's emails. Right, supposedly, right? This is what we've been told. Well, now General Flynn's lawyer filed in court that when Mifsud, when General Flynn was at the the now infamous RT event where General Flynn went to Russia, even though he had told the U.S. government, hey, I'm going to Russia, I'm going to speak at this event, give right. a speech, have a, have a dinner, going to be with Putin. Uh, well, guess who was at that dinner, according to General Flynn's lawyers? Joseph Mifsud. But it is, it is almost impossible that somebody like this could just happen to show up in front of Flynn, in front of Papadopoulos, then goes missing. Nobody knows who the hell he is. Nobody can find him. Uh, and this is what, you know, back to the last segment, this is what we hope uh, Attorney General Barr, along with the U.S. Attorney in Connecticut, Durham, will get to the bottom of. We need to know if, who Mifsud is. This if is we the guy. find out that Mifsud is actually, I mean, he's the guy who told uh, Papadopoulos that there are, there are emails that Russia has. If we find out that he actually is not not some Russian agent, yeah. and we find out that he's working with Intel, then we know that they tried to frame Donald Trump. That's correct. Yeah. Look, Mifsud is at the heart of all this. Why couldn't Mueller with $30, 40000000 million, and he cannot find out who Mifsud is? Yeah. They can't find it out and get it accurate? Now, there's a lot happening behind the scenes. We now know that Brennan and Clapper are going to be interviewed as part of this investigation into the origins of the Russian probe. Remember, Andy McCarthy, you can't, he says, you can't have a counter-intel investigation without it starting in the Oval Office. That would be a Obama's Oval Office. Uh, Charles Grassley yesterday suspecting the deep state is responsible for the delay in the FISA abuse report. We now have new numbers out. This was in the Washington Times. We almost have 40% of Americans now believing the deep state is trying to overthrow Trump. Wow, the message is getting out. People are putting it together. Rasmussen, say same thing, suspect high level crimes against Trump, uh, but they doubt anyone will ever pay. And you can see now sweat building among these, uh, you know, operatives that abuse their power as the Bar Durham probe is now a criminal investigation. And uh, anyway, joining us is Sidney Powell. She's the attorney for General Michael Flynn. Uh, welcome back, Sidney. How are you? Thanks, Sean. Great. How are you? I honestly feel horrible for General Flynn. Sir, this yeah. is how we treat 33-year war veterans. We 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 treat him differently than we would any other, you know, person in any other administration. We lie to him and say, "No, don't don't use your constitutional rights." They unmask him illegally. They don't even think he's lying, but they force him to sign something or else they're going to go after his kid. What father's not going to dive on the sword under those circumstances? It was a complete setup from the get-go, Sean. I think it's going to go back as as far as 2015, maybe 2014, with Mr. Mifsud and others arranging connections to try to make it look like General Flynn was doing something with the Russians that obviously he wasn't. At the same time, he's working on behalf of our government to collect information for their benefit. He's been nothing but a fabulous patriot his entire life, risked his life for five years in service of the country in active combat, aside from 33 years total of military service. Just an outstanding man from an outstanding family of patriots. Let me ask you, because you made this filing on Lieutenant General Flynn's behalf and you disclosed the phone's existence of Misford. 
Uh, you see what the Attorney General Barr is doing and Mr. Durham is doing, the U.S. Attorney from Connecticut. Um, do you think, based on their actions and the time they're spending in Italy, Great Britain, et cetera, do you think, are you confident that they're very close to being, if not on the target, right over the target about what really went on? I do think so. I think it's going to be just a remarkable revelation that will be coming from all of it that just kind of shakes all of us who love this country to the core that something like this could happen here, but it's got to be exposed to sunlight, and that's the only way we can disinfect it. Well, I mean, but most Americans now are beginning to see that there is this deep state problem. I mean, oh, if, yes. if there's premeditated fraud on the FISA court and the people are not held accountable, I mean, we don't really have a constitutional system of law and justice where we have equal application of our laws and equal justice under the law. Now, do we? Oh, definitely not. I mean, between the double standard and this targeted takeout of people for political purposes, we're everything we're supposed not to be. I mean, that's typical Russian tactics. Well, let's go to Papadopoulos because it was Papadopoulos, you know, that he was the one that first meets this guy, Misfit. And it wasn't a Misfit telling him that he had access to, I guess, Hillary Clinton's email server. Yes, I think it was Mifsud telling Papadopoulos that he knew the Russians had Hillary's emails, which there's no reason to believe was true whatsoever. What is the status of General Flynn's case? Because I know that you have been asking that this that, that all of this evidence under Brady be handed over because you believe they have exculpatory evidence they are withholding from you. Oh, definitely. We have found even more evidence that we know they have withheld. We have filed a brief just as of noon today that is quite revealing. It's very powerful, and I think it's going to make a huge difference. Judge Sullivan can see exactly what's been going on from this. I think he'll have every grounds he needs to either go ahead and dismiss the case for egregious government misconduct right now, or at the very least, give us a significant amount of Brady information that the government has long been hiding. There's even a valid basis to hold the prosecutors in contempt of court for ignoring his very clear Brady order. We've caught them in some significant outrageous violations. Right now, the brief is under seal. We forwarded it to the government for their agreement to redact certain things that are still subject to a protective order, but we're hoping to resolve that before the end of the day today because it is quite stunning. Let me pull you out for just a second, just as one question out of your role as being the attorney for General Flynn. And I, I, I honestly hope that the judge in this case sees how bad things went here and how corrupt things have been. But what do you believe really happened if, if you're putting your pieces together to the extent that you can share it? based on your own observations following the case, even on this program with us, as we've discovered FISA abuse, a rigged investigation into Hillary, uh, the potential outsourcing of illegal spying to circumvent U.S. law, and basically a, a, a coup attempt culminating in a non-coup attempt over Ukraine. What do you think went on? 
I think certain elements within the intelligence community targeted General Flynn, possibly while he was still uh, at the end of his service in the Obama administration because he was so outspoken on important issues like the problems with ISIS and Benghazi. And he had a lot of information and he disagreed with the Obama administration on how that was being handled. He felt so strongly about it. He was forced to speak out on the issue publicly and in Congress. And then when he came to actually work on the Trump campaign, that completely freaked them out to the point they went after him doubling down on all of it. And then once he was appointed national security advisor, that was even worse. In fact, I've heard that someone said there's actually no way Flynn can be national security advisor. Somebody very high up in the intelligence community gave that instruction and even uh, told David Ignatius to pull the trigger on the article that came out on the 12th suggesting that he was implicated in the, or had done something wrong in his call with Ambassador Kislyak. Of course, there was absolutely nothing wrongful in that call. The governments had to admit that, but that that and the BuzzFeed article were part of the pretext the FBI then used to go interview him without really telling him he was being interviewed. Uh, actually, I don't think Mr. McCabe mentioned the lawyer issue at all. I think he avoided all of that, despite his memo that suggests otherwise. Didn't say anything about it, made it sound like a very casual conversation and part of uh, something that the agents had just been at the White House for a couple of days earlier. And then they talked to him enough that they they don't they actually believe he's telling the truth which he was uh, they go back and report that and don't don't go to interview him again meanwhile the department of justice clears him of being quote an agent of russia in an internal memo that we found evidence of that documents that as of january 30 2017 when he was still in the white house stay right and there sydney also- yeah, yeah go ahead we'll pick it up on the other side uh general flynn's attorney sydney powell wrote the best-selling book license to lie wow how the, the this book basically was just a primer a preview, if you will, of coming attractions as it relates to prosecutorial abuse and abuse of the deep state and, you know, the highest levels of corruption at the highest levels of power. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our toll-free telephone number. We'll have more uh, on this at the bottom of the half hour and your calls come. All right, as we continue, Sydney Powell is with us. She is the attorney for General Michael Flynn. All right, we, we, I think we're going to, look, your case is so compelling. I, I feel well, I'll say cautiously optimistic for General Flynn and uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him. Um, and uh, I really, truly appreciate I know you're you're not uh, you're doing this out of passion and love for justice. And I know that he doesn't have any more money. Um, and I know that uh, it's sad. I mean, didn't he have to sell his house? He did have to sell his house in Virginia to help pay for all the legal fees, but the American public has been very generous in supporting the Mike Flynn Defense Fund.org. And so we've been able to keep things going with the staff that we need. I mean, we've been working with a very small, tight group of people and as lean as we can possibly be. But, uh, you know, we do have to have support staff and, and compensate that. And people have enabled us to do it, not to mention how much wow. he has been buoyed by the outpouring of emotional support and moral support and prayers. Well, keep up the good work. We'll, we'll put the website. What's the name of the website again to help General Flynn? MikeFlynnDefenseFund.org. We'll put it up on Hannity.com to make it easy. Um, so.
so sad that this could happen in our great country. But look at what they're doing to the president now. It's pathetic. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. When we come back, we'll hit the phones, the other news of the day. This is Beyond a Witch Hunt. Next. Hi, 25 till the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program? I'm going to tell you now, you don't pay attention to politics. You don't watch what's going to go on here. And you're going to see the secret Soviet-style coup attempt, impeachment coup impeachment attempt, unfold before your eyes. I mean, at what point will Republicans, well, they started yesterday a little bit, got to give them some credit, rise up and just say, no, this is not a kangaroo court country. No, you don't get to hide behind closed doors. No, you've got to offer simple, basic, fundamental due process rights to the president of the United States. And can you please cite exactly the words that the president used that has now whipped every Democrat into a frenzy that you want to impeach him in a and you want to do it in a rush and you want to do it secretly and you don't want the president's lawyers there and you don't even want Republicans in there and you won't even give Republicans the transcripts. You won't give the public the transcripts and the guy that's running it is a fact witness in the case. The non-whistleblower, whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower. And then we have other whistleblowers. And there's a there's a million quid pro quos, so never mind. Just like, you know, for two and a half years, that liar, Adam Schiff, you know, is telling us, oh, we've got him. The evidence is there. The evidence is there. Evidence is there. Evidence is there. Evidence is there. At some point, does he ever think of what this does to the country? And I think Pat Cipollone was dead on accurate in his comments about this mess, because it's look, it it is constitutionally invalid. Every basic due process right gone. Separation of powers. Seriously, it's not even a question here about nothing happened. Nothing went wrong. And it is it is a. Uh, this invalid impeach- impeachment inquiry, as the White House counsel says, it, it is plainly seeking to reverse the election of 2016 and influence the election of 2020. And to be a Democrat, you have to buy every other lie and every double standard and suspend all common sense, all reason, all fact, all objective truth, because they are guilty. You know, forget Hunter Biden. And Joe Biden, no experience. You fire him in six hours. I'm taking that billion dollars. Fire him in six hours. I'm taking that billion dollars. Yeah. Call Obama. He'll back me up. Yeah. Son of a bee. They did it. Hunter, what did you do for the money? Do you have any experience in Ukraine? No. Any experience in China? No. Any experience in energy, oil, gas? No. Any experience in private equity? No. Why do you think that they hired you then? I was on the board at Amtrak once. What was your experience there? Did you get all aboard? And why do you think that uh, maybe they are paying you when your dad's the number two most powerful guy in the country? Millions of dollars. Is it, maybe you didn't mention it's your last name, Biden. You think it's that? Yeah, probably. Wow. They just ignore it. Want to talk about Russian interference? What about the dossier? You want to talk about abuse of power, corruption? How about the dossier that is never verified, proven, disproven, 90 plus percent by the FBI? Probably it's 100 percent if they ever finished it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to lie to a FISA court, premeditated fraud. We're going to spy on a president, a transition team, and then we're going to spy on a presidency. 
repeatedly. Let's release the transcripts of the president's contacts with the Australian prime minister, the president of Mexico. Now the president has to release the conversations with the president of Ukraine. This is insane. Yeah, well, you don't need a lawyer. Uh, no, General Flynn, you don't need a lawyer. Sure, I took advantage of the chaos. I, I did something I wouldn't do for in the Bush or the Obama administrations because I hate that guy. Lisa, Kansas City, next on the Sean Hannity Show. How are you? Hello, Sean. I'm fine. Don't cut me off like you do, Danielle. You always cut her off on Thursday. <laughs> Who's Danielle? I don't even know who I cut off. Who do oh, I cut off? Danielle. Oh, Danielle, Danielle McLaughlin. McLaughlin. You mean the one that, hang on, the one that won't answer a question. That Danielle? He's my, no, you cut her off. <laughs> she doesn't answer a question. She just goes, she just starts talking about something different because it's an okay. uncomfortable question. All right. Well, I'll ask you a couple questions. Why do you keep covering up for Trump's lies? Look, Joe and Hunter Biden are not stone cold crooks. Okay. Hunter mm -hmm. Biden did nothing illegal. Period. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He's a lawyer. He uh -huh. got paid and he's stepping down. Now, what is your case on him and why do you keep going after him? Uh, okay. He's, number I one, he's not. No, wait, hang on. No, you, you, did you ask me a question? Do you want me to answer it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. First of all, he's not a kid. He's 49 years old. All right. He's not a kid. Now, let's go over if he had any experience in oil, gas, energy, Ukraine or China. Let's let's well, let's listen to him in his own words. When he said, I hope you know what you're doing. What did he think you were doing? Well, he read the press reports that I joined the board of Burisma, which was a Ukrainian natural gas company. And there's been a, a, a lot of misinformation about me, not about my dad. Nobody buys that, but it buys this idea that I was unqualified to be on the board. What were your qualifications to be on the board of Burisma? Well, I was vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for Amtrak. five years. I was the chairman of the board of the UN World Food Program. I was a lawyer for Boyce, Schiller, Flexner, one of the most prestigious law firms in the world. You didn't have any extensive knowledge about natural gas or Ukraine itself, though. Uh, no, but I think that I had as much knowledge as anybody else that was on the board, if not more. Oh, none. Now we find out that there's none in China. Now, finally, they got to the, the heart of the issue is... Well, you didn't mention your qualifications, uh, maybe your last name, because his father just took over the American policy with Ukraine just before this happened, just like 10 days after they went to China together on Air Force Two, then the billion five flowed in. Listen. In the list that you gave me of the reasons why you're on that board, you did not list the fact that you were the son of the vice president. Of course, president. yeah. No, I, what I, role do you think that played? I think that it is impossible for me to be on any of the boards that I just mentioned without saying that I'm the son of the vice president of the United States. You were paid $50,000 a month for your position? Look, I'm a private citizen. One thing that I don't have to do is sit here and open my kimono as it relates to how much money I make or make or did or didn't. But it's all been reported. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. Oh, OK. Go ahead, Lisa. Spin out of that. This oh. is going to be laughable because here's my question out of it. Is there any other American that answered the questions, but they didn't have the last name Biden? Any other American that would get millions from Ukraine or China while the president, while he is the second most powerful man in the country. Would any other American get that money? He didn't get millions. He millions. Got, uh, yes, he did. <laughs> hey, Sean, you know what you don't want to talk about? How about the 180 million that, Don, that the. Eric okay. No, 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 no. You, you asked about no. Biden. We don't get to switch topics here. 
I'm asking, would any other American get millions from Ukraine and China except for Hunter? And were they and why do you think Ukraine and China paid the 49 year old son of the vice president? Well, to be on the board. To, to make investment mm-hmm. into the Why United him? States. Okay, why not your son or daughter? What difference does it make? Well, he's a lawyer that had connections. That's well, not illegal. Lawyer. Okay, excuse That's me. That's not illegal. Do you not We're think, talking- do, do you not believe that Ukraine and China were trying to get in the good graces of the second most powerful man in America by paying the kid millions? You know what, Sean? That happens all the time. And it's I didn't not ask illegal. you. I didn't ask you if it happens all the care. time. I'm not going to answer your stupid question. My stupid question. You're getting very insulting illegal. now because the reality nothing. is, you know what that's called? That's called buying influence, isn't it, Lisa? Oh, and what are the Trump children buying doing access? Right now? Uh, well, hey, listen, if hey, you answer, Sean, if you if hey, you call Sean. next time and want to talk about Trump, every time I mention to you, you can't answer this because you know why it's obvious everybody listening to the program right now is saying wow lisa can't answer that that's what they're saying your style sean i know your style you see i'm not going to answer that question because mm-hmm. then you're going to cut me off and you're not cutting you off I i'm leaving heard. you up all right answer no. the question would any other american <laughs> get access to millions of dollars if uh, they wanted to be on the board of these companies didn't get access to millions of dollars. Millions, millions. He has an equity stake in in this holding company as it relates to the China deal. And they got paid millions in Ukraine. Yeah, he made millions before millions before his father. While his father was vice president, he got nothing from China. Excuse me. You're wrong. Your fat. His own lawyer said that he had an equity stake. He hasn't he hasn't cashed it in yet. But he has a huge equity stake and there's been numerous uh, and uh, there's been a lot of analysis. It's about 20 million, according to most objective analysis. Now, here's my question. Do you think there's something wrong if the 49 year old son, he's not a kid of a vice president that his father's in charge of these two countries flying on Air Force Two is going to make all that all that money, all that money with no experience at all? And do you experience? Do you not? Well, no, he had no. OK, he had no experience, oh, oil, on. gas, energy or Ukraine. None. No experience in China, private equity. None. And well, are you thinking you don't you don't believe that Ch- that China and Ukraine did this to buy their favor? Sean, wherever Joe went, Joe went all over the world. Whoever Hunter worked for, you would have accused him. He went to Guatemala. He went to uh, Africa. He went to Asia. Joe went all over the world. So no matter did he who ever go to Ukraine? For, did Hunter ever go to you? Did he know anything about China or Ukraine? I don't know. Ask him. He said he did that not. He already Why answered that question. No, he's a lawyer, for goodness sake. All right. There's a lot of lawyers. Is there any other lawyer that's going to get that deal besides him? Of course. Other lawyers did. What are you talking about? He's not the only Uh, one that got that job. Well, look, I I will tell you the average pay for a board member, in case you're interested, uh, of directors with five to not with five to nine years experience earns an average total compensation of sixty six thousand four hundred sixty six dollars based on uh, the top 11 salaries. An experienced member of a board, 10 to 19 years experience, doesn't get millions, 
but gets a total compensation of 90000 Now, I'm oh, just saying so this. He, you, you, it so doesn't matter. Overpaid. You're saying he was overpaid. Le- Lisa, they Is paid him. against the they, law? They paid him to him buy. Crook? It makes the pre- vice president, in my view, compromised. So compromised that when they were investigating it, he used our taxpayer dollars to get the prosecutor fired, according to the Washington Post. I'll quote them. And according to ABC. Oh, I see. But Ivanka and, and Ivanka's not compromised when she got those trademarks. Okay, in China. call me next time about them. But you, you don't want to deal with this fact because those kids did do business abroad long before this guy ever thought about running for president. He was the vice president at the time. Big distinction. You know, look, Lisa, you sound like a nice lady. I'm just going to tell you this. I keep saying to be a Democrat, you have to suspend any concept that there's objective truth, reason. All reason, all common sense you're putting aside here, because if this was Donald Trump and Don Jr. and Donald Trump was the vice president and Don Jr. got this, these millions with no experience, you would be screaming bloody murder, wouldn't you? Because you're already screaming <laughs> bloody murder and the, the Trump kids never did any of it. Are you kidding me? There, Don Jr. isn't a lawyer. Hunter's a lawyer. Sorry. They get overpaid. Okay. All lawyers he, he, are overpaid. Okay. Do you have evidence that he got paid millions from Ukraine or China? Do I have? Oh, I know. You've got it, right? You've got the evidence. You've got. Where's the I, evidence, I, I'm asking you, do you what, have any evidence Don Jr. Evidence? got paid millions from Ukraine or China or any other country? He got $180 million in uh from Scotland. Where did from that Scotland, come from? Where, where he was building a he golf course with his father before his father ever became yes. vice pre- uh, president of the United States? No. All right, no, Lisa, since- I gave you a lot of time. All right. Let's rate. Lisa's arguments. All right, let's go through our list here. What does Linda give it? Ethan, what do you say? Linda, what do you say? I mean, I I thought that was a big waste of time. There's better callers we could have gotten to almost. All right, but that's not the point. You sometimes use a caller. I I personally think that anybody who you pointed out one very key word that Lisa did not seem to get, which was that experience. Experience people sit on a board. Experience. Board. He said in his own words, I have no experience. All right. Jason, what do you think? Huge. I mean, huge waste of time. I mean, you, you gave her eight minutes to make her argument, and it was feeble. Next. All right. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. The move to call out foreign actors comes as Facebook is embroiled in controversy over political ads at home. Criticized for refusing to pull a Donald Trump ad that contained false claims about Joe Biden. Zuckerberg saying it's not their role to fact check candidate claims. Do you feel like you're giving a green light? to politicians that no, look, lie, lie, lie. I, I believe that um, that it is important for people to be able to hear and see uh, what politicians are saying. I think that when they do that, um, that speech will be heavily scrutinized by other journalists, by other people. The actions of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office. The president has been exposed, violating his oath of office. The president of the United States has betrayed his oath of office. Violations of his oath 
to the Constitution. Unprecedented breach of the oath of office. Betrayals of his oath of office. The president has admitted enough. We have got enough information at this point. He has already confirmed what he's done in broad daylight. We've basically got a confession. He's already confessed to this crime. The president has already admitted. The president admits he did it. The White House and the State Department continue to orchestrate this massive cover-up. We are watching a cover-up by the president of the United States. They've been in the business of trying to cover up. Implicated in a cover-up. There's a cover-up. The cover-up, the attempted cover-up. To interfere with the Congress's ability to call before it relevant witnesses will be considered as evidence of obstruction. Trump's strategy, it's pretty clear. Obstruct, deflect, confuse. Obstructing justice, refusing to comply with the congressional inquiry. It is obstruction of justice. It's bribery. A lot of the committees have documented obstruction of justice. All of this obstruction from the White House and from the president specifically. He's using the abuse of power and every element of the the presidency. The heart of the abuse of power. This gross abuse of power. You could say it was an abuse of Uh, power. There has been an abuse Abuse of of power. power. Abuse of power. And that is an obviously impeachable abuse of power. Remember manufactured crisis? Now it's abuse of power. Abuse of power. Abuse of power. Impeachable. Impeachable. And they say it long enough. And I guess maybe in their sick, ugly, twisted minds, I guess they believe it. Now, we've gone over today in great specificity and detail the phone call the president with the president of Ukraine. Now, to be a Democrat today, you have to be willing to suspend any connection to reality, any connection to reason, to objective truth, to common sense that you were born with. And and, and this is they're going to call this the abuse of power when the president, frankly, was doing his job. What's his job to faithfully execute the laws of this land? And yeah, we have, of course, the Politico January 11, 2017 article that actually said uh, Donald Trump wasn't the only presidential candidate whose campaign was boosted by officials from a Soviet bloc country that Ukrainian officials tried to help Hillary and undermine Trump. Uh, by publicly questioning Trump's fitness for office. They also disseminated documents implicating a top Trump aide in corruption, suggested they were investigating the matter only to back away after they bet on the wrong horse after the election. They helped Clinton's allies research damaging information on Trump as advisors, a Politico investigation found. And here's here's the best paragraph. A Ukrainian-American operative who was consulting For the Democratic National Committee met with top officials in the Ukrainian embassy uh, in Washington in an effort to expose ties between Trump, top campaign ad Manafort and Russia. Oh, you mean that happened? Well, we knew about that and nobody did a thing. See, to be a Democrat, you only have to care. You don't care about Clinton's dirty dossier. You only care about, well, Trump, Russia collusion Four investigations. They got nothing, nothing. Trump is looking into that which they said they cared about. Interference. That's his role. Yeah. Hunter Biden can get millions from Ukraine and China. No experience with either country. No experience to be on boards of companies in energy, gas or oil or private equity. Millions. Why did they give him millions? Why did Joe Biden fire the prosecutor investigating his son? Because why did they give him millions? They wouldn't. They're not going to give it to any of you listening to this program. They're trying to buy favor. Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares. If it was Trump, they'd care. You know, a president must has a duty and constitutional oath to fulfill, to faithfully execute. 
You know, we can't have election interference. We got it, but it was on behalf of Hillary. So we'll ignore it. You know, uh, it, 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 I honestly think this is such a tipping point moment. You know, nobody cares. Hillary robbed the primary from Bernie. You know, even Comey admitted top secret classified information on her server. That's a violation of the Espionage Act. Every sub every subsection. We know about the deleted subpoenaed emails and everything else, deletions and hammers and acid washing. We know about the dirty dossier, the premeditated fraud on the FISA court to spy on a candidate, a transition team, and then a president. Now we have outsourcing of spying. You know, what we had Sidney Powell on earlier in the program. You know, I believe if it's Justice Kavanaugh, but I don't, I'm not going to say a word if it's the lieutenant Democratic governor of Virginia, the Commonwealth. All right, so all of this is happening. Illegal spying on Trump, Russian interference, only if it's Trump. Destroy evidence, but if Trump did it, you know, uh, a major, oh, let's buy influence with the Trump family. Biden family can get away with it. Anyway, Kaylee McEnany, National Press Secretary, Trump 2020 campaign. Jeff Lord, author of the bestseller, Swamp Wars, Donald Trump and the New American Populism. Uh, thank you both for being with us. I mean, Jeff, you start here. It, this is like a bad dream. Because what you're what there's nothing this president did wrong in that phone call. But yet it's all in secret. Now they won't even let Republicans have transcripts. They have to have a, a Democratic babysitter with the transcript. Yeah. Right. Sean, I mean, this is bad. As it, as it happens, my congressman is Scott Perry. And I was with him the other evening for dinner, and he was going into some detail about how, just how bad this is and the lack of due process. I mean, he's, he and his colleagues are furious about this. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I think we may finally be getting uh, to, to see some reckoning here. Uh, as the stories come out that John Durham, the U.S. attorney, has expanded his investigation and is bringing in John Brennan and James Clapper for a little conversation. So I think uh, maybe at some point we're going to see some progress. Well, I hope so. Kaylee McEnany, I've never seen. I mean, when Jim Jordan, I, I hit the roof today. You know, we, everything's in secret. We know they can't bring in the non-whistleblower, whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower, because apparently they had contact with the chairman. That would mean the chairman is conflicted out of this case under any other normal circumstances. If there's any, you know, justice or caring about process in, in this. Um, now, Jim Jordan's saying, Democrats won't even have their secret interviews going on that aren't going well for them. According to everyone I talk to, they won't even allow Republicans to have a copy of the respective transcripts from all the witnesses they've interviewed. You got to be kidding me. Seriously. It's amazing, Sean, because this is what Democrats must do and to, to succeed. They must shield the facts from the light of day. They must eliminate the president's due process rights. Their impeachment inquiry depends on it because when the facts come to life, when the American people see the transcripts, when Republican lawmakers, my gosh, you can't even see the transcripts, see them, we see the facts. And the facts exonerate the president, but they've got to eliminate the, the president's ability to present evidence, to challenge evidence, to cross-examine witnesses, uh, to present his own witnesses. They've got to take away and make this a kangaroo court because that is the only way they succeed is shielding the facts from the American people. Well, I, I got to be honest. I don't know how they're getting away with this. I mean, we know what Newt Gingrich did in the case of Bill Clinton. I mean, they had a full vote, made it a legitimate impeachment inquiry they won't do that but maybe they don't have the votes or, or they're just trying to do everything in secret like they've been doing this is like a secret soviet union style impeachment coup attempt here as i've been calling it 
But anyway, then, of course, uh, they don't intend to involve, you know, the full house in the steps of the inquiry like Newt Gingrich allowed de- defining rules and establishing rules and procedures or, you know, offering co-equal subpoena power with Republicans and Democrats, the chair, the ranking members of the committee or that require all subpoenas be subject to a vote of the full committee uh, by either either member should be allowed to issue them or the president's counsel. President's counsel doesn't even have a right to attend hearings and depositions. President counsel does not have the right to present any evidence. The president's counsel has no right to object. Jeff Lord, president's counsel, no right to cross examine, no right to recommend a witness list. None of this is allowed. Can you can you imagine this? I mean, I, I, I'm old enough to remember Richard Nixon's uh, impeachment hearings, and Nixon had his White House counsel there, had you know, was totally represented in all of this, and that was Watergate for heaven's sakes. I mean, the fact that they are not doing this is going to have a serious political backlash to it. When the president goes out there to these rallies, and I think he's going to be here in Western Pennsylvania in the next day or so, um, you know, people are furious. About about this stuff. And the more they do this, the more they're going to do themselves in. Well, I, I, I listen, I guess it's inevitable now they're going to run their secret Soviet style impeachment coup. I guess the Democrats are all going to be forced to vote for it. Although I, if I was 30 to 40 Democrats, I think I would think long and hard if they're right. ready to leave Congress, because those are districts Donald Trump won, Kaylee. And uh, I would think that then he OK, then the Senate's not going to impeach him over this crap. It's just nothing there. And once we get right. to see the Senate will demand to see the testimony that I'm being told day by day, it's going badly for the Democrats. And then I would say the ultimate revenge comes for Donald Trump. That would be called reelection. Right. That would be called reelection. Exactly right. And it's amazing uh, to think how much the Democrats lied. I mean, I had Democrats every week. Operatives tell me every single week, no one wants to impeach. If the Democrats take back the House, we're going to work on prescription drugs and work on the USMCA. Give us the mantle of leadership because we want to lead on the issues. That was never the design. And these moderate Democrats are now going to eventually, if there is an impeachment vote, have to vote on this and then go back to their districts where Nancy Pelosi, she just gave a speech in uh, North Carolina. And when she arrived for blocks and blocks, there were Trump supporters with signs who showed up, who came out, 25,000 waiting outside of Dallas, 25,000 waiting outside the president's arena in Minnesota, because they're showing up for the president and they will hold their elected leaders accountable, the same ones whose names you scroll on your show every night. They must be held to account and they will with President Trump's reelection. I got to tell you something. If we don't get this right, we're going to lose the country. The idea that you're going to do all this behind behind closed doors The idea that now you're going to babysit Republicans if they even want to look at a transcript. God forbid they can get a copy of the transcript. The reason they don't want the transcripts out and the reason they're not doing it in front of the American people, because the American people will see this for the sham that it is for this kangaroo court by the conflicted liar, Adam, the cowardly Schiff. And I'm still inviting Adam Schiff on this program. I got a lot to ask him. And then the next step at all, and Pelosi's letting it happen. I will tell I got to believe, though, I will tell you this. If we all love this country, we're going to preserve this country. I will tell you, we're going to lo- we're going to lose it if if they're allowed to get away with this. I'll tell you that. All right. Quick break. More with uh, Kaylee McEnany, Jeff Lord. Then your calls at the bottom of the half hour. 800-941-SEAN as we continue. 
All right. As we continue, Kaylee McEnany, National Press Secretary, Trump 2020, and Jeff Lord, author of the bestseller, uh, Swamp Wars, Donald Trump and the New American Populism versus the Old Order. You know, I'd like to see the Senate preemptively come out here, Jeff Lord, and I'd like to see the, the Senate weigh in on this this circus that's going on in the House. I, I mean, I even got to believe Mitt Romney. Does Mitt Romney think this is the way that that justice is done in this country? Does Mitt Romney, is he going to is he now going to partner with the Democrats on no due process for Donald Trump because he doesn't like Donald Trump's style? It's probably, Sean, depending on for Mitt Romney on what hour of the day and what day of the week you ask him. Uh, I mean, I just think he has been atrocious here. Uh, I think he can't get over the fact that he lost and Donald Trump won, and he needs to move on. But I'm not sure that there's much hope for that. But, yeah, the Senate should do something about this. I mean, with Lin- I feel better that Lindsey Graham is chairman of the Judiciary Committee and will, uh, you know, make sure that this gets done, um, you know, killed dead. When it well, gets this is their there. job to make it dead. And everybody supported Mitt Romney in 2012, and I think that was a winnable election. Uh, I think yeah. Mitt Romney should like or said he wanted to put in conservative justices, tax cuts. Uh, Mitt Romney, Kaylee, I think, wanted, let's see, better, fairer trade deals. I'm sure he'd support that. Uh, certainly securing our border was part of his agenda. That's happening, too. Uh, getting rid of burdensome regulation. That happened, too. So I guess the only thing he doesn't like is Donald Trump's style. And I guess that he didn't win in 2012. But remember, Mr. Nice Guy was called a racist and a misogynist also. Oh, yeah. And, and he was too scared to fight back. He needs a French alter ego on Twitter in order to fight back against the media named Pierre Delecto, as we found out. Um, you know, <laughs> Mitt Romney, bottom line, uh, if you are a conservative in this country, you love the Donald Trump presidency, which is why it's so befuddling the so-called Republicans they now have at CNN who criticize the president. Well, boy, what do you stand for? Because last time I checked, this is the most pro-life president, free trade president, pro-market president we have ever had in history. Uh, so Pierre Delecto and his Republican friends at CNN, this is about self-interest. It's not about conservative values. All right. Thank you both for being with us. Kaylee, Jeff Lord, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. We are loaded up tonight. we got Newt Gingrich. We've got Devin Nunes. We've got all the latest information about what is now the secret Soviet Union-style attempted coup by corrupt Democrats, compromised Democrats. We'll continue. All right, 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941. Sean, you want to be a part of the program? All right, so, I, you know, one of the things that I like to do in interviews with certain people, I do it with Rush, I do it with Levin, and I do it with President Trump, is everybody tries when they interview these these great thinkers and people that are passionate and speak to interrupt too much. And I've been guilty of it probably a big portion of my career. And I learned now, frankly, after hearing from many of you over the years, telling me to knock it off and I've listened to let them talk. And because he's going to answer questions that I already have down on my paper without me having to answer, ask it. I get four hours a day. I have plenty of time. So I wanted to play the president in his own words in this interview from last night at the White House. We've had one of the most successful uh, administrations in history, certainly in the last two and a half years, in the first two and a half years of, of the administration. So when you look at what's going on and then you see all of this horrible stuff and then you hear about Ukraine and you've been hearing about it. I heard Clinton was involved. I heard they got somebody who wrote the fake dossier. Was it out of, Korea, out of Ukraine? All of the things that happened 
And I assume that the attorney general, I would like the attorney general to find out what's going on. Because you know what? We're investigating corruption. And I actually heard Greg Jarrett and numerous people the other day say, I have an obligation to do that. That's not a question, can I do it or don't I do it? We have an obligation to investigate corruption. And that's what it was. In my opinion, that's what it was, is corruption. And if Ukraine would know something about the 2016 election, you have to give that information. I hope that they would give the information. And everybody agrees with me 100%. The other thing is, when I'm talking to somebody, world leaders, almost anybody, I assume that State Department, I think Mike Pompeo was on, I think many people were on, many, many people on. Do you think I'm going to say something wrong when I feel that there's 25 or 30 or 2 or 20 or 10 or something? But there are a lot of people on these calls. Some, I think, listen for educational reasons. Some listen because they're members of the State Department. There are many people listening to these calls. And to think they took that call. Now, the big thing I did with that call, Sean, the biggest thing is immediately released it because the whistleblower came out and said horrible things about this call. I think they said there were eight, seven or eight quid pro quos. It was really a terrible call. You know, all these terrible things about this call. I said that wasn't a bad call at all. Now, what else happened? The president of Ukraine came out and said that was a perfectly fine call. There was no pressure. There was no anything. The the, one of his top people, I guess one of his uh, heads of state came out and said this was a perfect call. There was no pressure. They didn't even know what we were talking about. To think that they're using that. Now they don't talk about that anymore because that letter was so good. So they don't talk about it anymore, Sean. And the reason they don't talk about it, there's nothing to talk about. It ended with a very poor performance. And this is after more than two years of an investigation where they spent $45 million or something like that. They had 2,500 subpoenas, 500 witnesses, all because probably Hillary Clinton said, just like she did with Tulsi Gabbard, just like she did with Jill Stein. She said, Jill Stein is a Russian asset. Now, I don't know Jill Stein. I know her as an environmentalist, okay, and probably a good woman. The last thing she is is a Russian asset. I don't know Tulsi Gabbard, but I know one thing. She's not an asset of Russia. These people are sick. There's something wrong with Hunter Biden was thrown out of the name. Why was he given that money? Would anyone else get Uh, that money? It's a payoff, in my opinion. It's a payoff. Why else would it be? Look, Hunter Biden with no experience. Now, I hear the number's 168,000 a month, and I heard they got a $3 million payment. Split between him and another guy. They got a $3 million payment and all of this, okay? And that's corruption. That's something has to be investigated. That's what you have to look. But I watched this crazy Anderson Cooper the other day during the debate. Apologize for having to ask the question to them. Apologize. If that were me. He declared his innocence. If that were my sons that took $168,000 from this uh, very questionable company, an energy company, and they knew nothing about energy. He knew nothing about energy. And he has a bad record, bad track record, including getting thrown out of the Navy. And even the way he got in the Navy is interesting in his position. If that were Don Jr., if that were Eric Trump, who are very outstanding young men, it would be the biggest story of the century. You, we can't, they can't even go in the room. You don't think Republicans cases. have been tough enough, though. You said that today. I think the Republicans should get tougher. Look, I think that the Democrats are not good politicians. 
I think they have lousy policy. They have policy of open borders and sanctuary cities and crime and, you know, brings all of this crime and it brings drugs and it brings. I think they're lousy politicians. They have horrible policy. But you don't have the Mitt Romneys of the world. You don't have people that will go against the party. You, you have better. They stick together. I respect that. The other thing is they're vicious. They're much more vicious. We would never do a thing like this. They could have impeached Obama for the IRS scandal. They could impeach him for the guns, for whatever, where guns went all over the place and people got killed Fast with guns. Furious. Fast and Furious. They could have killed him. They could have, they could have impeached him for many different things. They didn't impeach him. They never even thought of impeaching him. Here, here, think of this. I've gone through the impeachment now since the beginning. On Russia, on Mueller, on all this stuff, okay? And then they come up with this crazy concept of a perfect conversation. I'm serious. A, a very good lawyer said, you must have known this is going to become a public document because you spoke so nicely. This is not, we're talking about impeachment. To me, the word impeachment is a dirty, disgusting word. I didn't do a reason to be impeached. The only reason they're impeaching is because they look at the polls and they see Moody's just came out and said under all three scenarios, Trump wins easily. 351 electoral yeah. votes. They see what's going on. They see the level of popularity when they look at Minnesota. Minneapolis was incredible. When they look at Dallas, when they look at Louisiana, when they look at North Carolina, the two seats we just picked up, they see what's going on. That's what they're doing. Congressman Al Green, a Democrat, said, we have to impeach him because he's going to win. This is what I'm up against. Who would do this? Who would play a dirty game like this? So it's up $5,000 plus two. So it's up $7,000 median household income. That's a record. There's never been anything like that. And then I say, oh, let's impeach the president. Give me a break, Sean. I don't think the people will stand for it. I really don't. I don't think the people will stand for it. As to whether or not it helps, it might because. Don't they have the last numbers. word, though? In a year, you're running. Well, it is, People but, you know, it's have. supposed to be high crimes and misdemeanors. A perfect conversation well, what with would the you president want Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell said, oh, I have to do this. Six weeks they're uh, planning on a trial for what? For that I, transcript? I, I can't imagine that. Uh, I can't imagine that they do it. I can't imagine. I can see it being very, very bad for 40 or 45 people that are Democrats in a district that I, when I ran, I won very substantially in many cases. I won by a lot. And I don't think those people want to see this. Democrats are vicious and they stick together. For instance, when you do a uh, censure vote on Adam Schiff, what did he do? He made up my conversation, totally like fiction. It was, it was fraudulent. He made it sound, he took that conversation, he made it sound, now he didn't know about that conversation. So he went up, he made up a phony conversation, read it to Congress, read it to the American people. And I released that, and that was the real conversation. So he then said, uh, I don't know. It, it was, was already out. It was parody. Yeah. yeah. It was parody. So this is a corrupt politician. He should be impeached. Yes. And Nancy Pelosi should be impeached. They should not allow this. With that, it's, it's possibly going to help, you know, from the standpoint of winning election. I don't know. They say it's going to help a lot with respect to winning the House back. But... It's not the right thing. We're making the most sophisticated weapons ever made. We're making the greatest missiles, the greatest rockets, the greatest everything ever made. Our nuclear is now uh, up to snuff at a level that it's never been. Uh, we're actually ordering new nuclear. We're building right now new nuclear. Not that I want to, 
But as you know, Russia was not playing fair with us with the treaty, and we therefore terminated it. I believe that we're going to get together with Russia and with China, and we're going to work out our nuclear pact so that we don't all continue with this craziness. Right now, we have the most powerful nuclear force in the world. Russia is second, and China is third. Uh, it's very costly and very dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. And we are discussing with Russia, and we're discussing with China. During the recent trade deal with China, I said, we should all get together and work out something, a cap. Have a cap. We don't need 10,000 weapons. Have a cap. And I will say China and Russia, in talking about it, are very excited about it. We'd have to have trust but verify, though. Sure, 100%. We need all of that. Well, look, I'm the one that terminated the agreement. No. They didn't terminate. I terminated it because we found them. They were making, they were doing things that they weren't supposed to be doing in the agreement. I was surprised you didn't hit Iran. Uh, we have a lot of goodwill built up. They took down a drone. There was nobody in it. They took down a second drone. There was nobody in it. Uh, there's a lot of goodwill. They hit Saudi Arabia. Uh, we sent troops over to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is paying for it. You know, that's never happened before. We said, look, you got to pay. And they're paying a tribute. They have nothing but money, nothing but cash. They're paying. But we sent some troops over there. We're going to give them good protection. And we built a lot of good capital up. You know, everyone thought that when I got elected, uh, Hillary Clinton used to say, oh, you'll have World War III. Well, I'm very uh, tempered, actually. Uh, a lot of people would have hit. But I built up a lot of capital. By not hitting. By not hitting. You understand that. Well, they shot you saw down. what you did with the caliphate, so you're willing to throw. I wiped out the caliphate. And you also saw when I hit 58 rockets, missiles, right into the middle, tomahawks, right into the middle of of uh, Syria and knocked out a whole base and did, which is something, by the way, President Obama, he drew the red line in the sand and then he didn't violate that red line. And let me just tell you, when he didn't do it, that's when everyone else came in, including Russia. Last question. I know the whole and issue. By the way, that was a big moment. Oh, yeah. He said red line in the sand and then something it. happened. What they did is they had chemicals and they destroyed 500 babies and children and everything, and he didn't do anything about it. That was a very bad moment for our country. But I did something, because when I came in, I hit them very hard. All right, that was the uh, president from my interview at the White House last night. I mean, I, you know what? He really doesn't need a spokesperson because he does it pretty darn well himself. And you can just see this is bad for the country. That's the bottom line. And now we know, oh, not only are they doing it behind closed doors, now they, they won't even give Republicans an opportunity to, to make a copy of a transcript because they don't want the American people to know. Yet it's unbelievable. We're going to have so much on this tonight on Hannity, 9 Eastern, Devin Nunes. We got Newt Gingrich. We're just loaded up. Dan Bongino, Geraldo, we're loaded up tonight. Hope you'll join us. We'll break all of this down. Nobody else in the media will do what we're planning to do tonight. I can tell you that. All right, Steve in uh, San Diego. Uh, Kogo, what's up, Steve? How are you? Glad you called my friend from Paradise, where you live. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Uh, boy, it's been a long time since I've been listening to you. You're a first-time caller. Well, thank um, you. I got a couple of... Uh, just a real couple of quick comments here. Sean, um, <clears throat> what I really want to know is, you know, how has this Republican wimp... That's what I call it, the Republican wimp. The Democrats come at the Republicans with everything, and they they rip and tear and they shred and they, you know, the Republicans are are so passive. 
that, you know, I haven't heard something about a couple of weeks ago. Well, you know, after the Durham report, you know, and after the Barr report, um, you know, we don't know if there's anybody good who is actually going to be going to prison. We don't know if any, you know, I mean, that's all we hear. The Republicans are listening to these shows, hearing people comment who are supposed to be uh, kind of like the insiders on the Republicans. And each one just seems to be cowering. You know, would you, I don't know if we can really do anything for Schiff. You know, uh, the guy's a bad guy, but, you know, but I don't know if we can really do anything. And boy, I'll tell you what. Um, Kind of like if the Republicans did what the Democrats are doing, they would be all over us. That's all I hear every day, you know, is it just seems like we are the party of wimps. You know what? The Republicans are. But you know what? It's game time. And now it's about the Constitution. Now it's about the election process. Now it's about due process. Now it's about saving the country from an attempted coup. Step up or get the hell out. There's my message. Good point. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. All right, we're laying out the entire Soviet-style corrupt coup impeachment attempt by the Democrats. Oh, run by the biggest liar, uh, a material witness in the case himself, which is the cowardly Schiff. Uh, We'll have full coverage, news you won't get anywhere else, I promise. Uh, And Lindsey Graham is going to break news tonight on Hannity. We'll see you tonight at 9. We'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks, as always, for being with us. We'll be right back. 